Welcome to the Soul Seed Podcast, where soul meets strategy. Every week, I, your host, Sabrina Greer, have activated conversations with multi-passionate, soul-led thought leaders about their journey of growth from seed to soul's purpose. Every successful book, brand, business, podcast, product, or program starts as a seed, an idea planted into the soul of its creator. Be inspired by those who've led before us, six, seven, eight-figure entrepreneurs, best-selling authors, top-rated podcasters, and multifaceted humans. Be empowered by their humble beginnings and expanded by their tenacity and spirit. Join us in the frequency of abundance as we go to the story roots of these powerhouses. Learn how to apply and leverage the Soul Seed Method in the creation of your very own legacy. Let's go. Hello, hello, and thank you for tuning in to Soul Seed, the podcast. I am super excited to have my guest today, my special guest, and also my name twin. Sabrina, mm-hmm. how do you, I don't even know how to say your last name. Is it Evelyn? Sabrina Evelyn? It's actually like Avayan, like you're yawning. Avayan. Avayan. Yeah. See, that's why I ask. <laughs> I should ask people to spell their name phonetically in the uh, the form, but it's more fun to have these little awkward moments, I think, anyway. <laughs> so I'm going to do a quick introduction and then we'll go off and have you do your non-bio introduction, like the real mm-hmm. introduction to yourself. Okay. So Sabrina is a systems consultant turned podcast host and soon to be author. So exciting. Mm -hmm. (laughs) She spent five years running her own business, creating operations, operating systems for online entrepreneurs. After a very lengthy summer, her soul's purpose shifted and she made the challenging decision to drop her business growth goals and follow her heart's guidance. I love that. Mm -hmm. She now hosts the I Agree With Myself podcast, where she has usually funny sometimes embarrassing and always vulnerable conversations that help you live a life where you fully agree with yourself. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so beautiful. Well, I love it because it's just, and this is what attracted me to ask you to be on the podcast because mm-hmm. it's really what soul feeds about. I mean, you talk about your heart purpose, your, your soul's purpose, following your heart. That's exactly what the soul feed mission is all about. It's about finding the seeds that you've planted maybe many, many moons ago, maybe recently, and just really following through with them. And the conversations I've been having on the show are so activated because yes, it's all very successful entrepreneurs, people who are following their soul's purpose, but I love the journey because Mm -hmm. the journey isn't linear. It's not what people see on the outside. It's not what people often expect. And I think Mm -hmm. that is the inspiration of what this show is about. So I'd love to hear what what's up? What is what is this shift <laughs> that you're going through? Tell us a little bit about it and, and how you came to this spot that you're at right now. Yeah. Okay. I I wish I knew most of it, right? <laughs> like I think that's part of following your 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 heart and not your head is so much of it is like I don't know, but this is what I feel. And it's interesting to think about like your soul's purpose or like what's driving you because it changes. And I think this is the most that I've seen it significantly change based on like what I'm feeling versus like what's happening in my life. Right. So like when I had kids, obviously my life took a different direction, but um, choosing to move away from my business and into a lot of the more creative, like soul led can really like deep connection really bringing myself to the forefront. Um, that was like, uh, it was not something that like I had to actively choose that. Right. Um, but based on this, like 
really uncomfortable message from my body that like, this is just not it anymore. Um, so uh, yeah, I think when I started my business five years ago, I was like super driven, really motivated, really excited to like start making the money start working with people really own that like entrepreneur, um, persona, like that part of me. And five years into it, Last summer, I went through a lot. So my dad passed away and then my dog passed away just two months after that. And so I took some time off of work and really focused on like the grief process. And and there was a lot around my dad's passing that was like, I just had to, I had to do a lot, right? Working with like detectives and lawyers and things like that. And so I don't feel like I really got to sit in it for for as much time as I really wanted to. Um, and then the end of the year came and I was just like struggling when it came to my business mindset. And I realized that like the struggle that I was having, I think was a redirection. It wasn't just like a tough season in business or a tough season emotionally. I had to really realize that like, this is a redirection. So what is that direction? And that's where I kind of get goosebumps because it's like, I didn't know, like I had no idea. I just knew that I had to go like inward again in a different way, not in a grief way, but in like a, like getting back in touch with the things that fed my soul before that were not business related. So for me, that looked like journaling a lot. It looked like meditation. It looked like literally dusting the dust off of my altar to like, just get back in touch And that bubbled up into like, yeah, the podcast is where I really want to focus a lot of my energy now. I started it when I was running my business just to get some like creative outlet. And then the more that I was really feeling into this, what feeds me now, what excites me now, it was really like, right, it's the podcast stuff and not the podcast itself, right? It's like the conversations you have with people. It's like the ability to bring information, resources, uh, relatability to listeners. Uh, I got a lot of feedback on that where like a lot of things I talk about in the podcast are like super vulnerable. I'm just coming out there with it, but everyone's kind of going through it in a similar way, maybe a different scenario, but similar feelings. And so being able to say like, hey, this is what's happening to me. This is this is what's gotten me through it. Um, and the end, the podcast is called I Agree With Myself, which is not to get everyone to agree with me. It's to have conversations at the end. I pose one to three questions that help you either like journal on it, talk to your friends um, so that you start to be like, huh, okay, I agree with myself. But it's questions that we don't typically ask ourselves. And the most recent for me really rocked my world because it was, who am I? which I think comes up for a lot of us, right? Like, who am I? But then when I was exploring who am I, it went deeper and it became, what am I? And then it went even deeper and it became, why am I? And getting that deep in the questions really rocked my world. So for the past couple of weeks, I've just been like journaling a lot on all those three things. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's that's where I'm at right now. I'm, I'm starting season two of the podcast. I'm really diving into those core three questions and, and then having fun and finding myself again in things like cutting my hair and joining a ceramics class. And, um, I actually, I think it was Tom Petty. I saw this reel recently, pretty sure it was Tom Petty. And he was talking about how he was talking to Stephen King and that they are hypochondriacs if they're not creating because their whole job, their whole 
thing is to just make shit up. They're not making shit up in life, but they're not creating. Then they turn that inward on themselves and they start to make up stories about themselves. And so like creativity mm. and getting that out there um, is, is like the only way that they can move through life without letting that creativity kind of like take over them. Mm. I love so, that. And I love reflecting on those questions that you just asked because it comes up a lot on this show, this question mm-hmm. of like, is it okay? It's almost like people feel like they need permission to be multifaceted. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. if I'm not who I was then, then is it okay for me to be somebody different? And, you know, mm-hmm. this process of evolution is sometimes frowned upon and judged as, you know, being lady or not mm-hmm. committing to something. And this is the conversation that keeps showing up and keeps coming up about this identity crisis that so many Mm -hmm. entrepreneurs are going through. And I love that you have those questions to reflect on because we can be not more than one person. This isn't about like multiple personalities or, you know, being confused, but we can be so many things. We can be multifaceted and successful. We can have space and be creating. We can, Mm -hmm. you know, be in flow without having to swim upstream like the salmon you know, this idea of like hustle culture and having to go, go, go and work harder. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's no longer, I find that, mm-hmm. you know, once you connect with your soul's purpose, once you find that alignment in what feels good, the rest starts to fall. That's mm-hmm. when it's like, oh, what do you mean I can make a living doing this? What do you mean I can actually right. make money doing what I love? <laughs> what do you mean I can have activated conversations with amazing people and that's my job, mm-hmm. right? So that's what I'm finding in this podcasting journey too, is it's like, I didn't love podcasting with my old podcast that I had. And it's because the content I was talking about, the conversations I was having weren't mm-hmm. aligned with who I was in that moment. Maybe mm-hmm. it was five years ago when I started the podcast, but it wasn't anymore. Mm -hmm. And, you know, here's your permission, if you're listening, and you need this permission, like to evolve, Mm -hmm. allow yourself to evolve, allow yourself to become the next level version of yourself, instead of seeing it as, you know, every change, every process we go through as a negative, this is your invitation to become the next level, become the better version of yourself to step into who you're meant to be. What I love about that too, is having the permission to shift. When you first start giving yourself permission, it really feels like I'm starting over. And I realized a bunch of times, right, where I've kind of like pivoted and changed and redirected that the core skill sets or like my talents or what interests me, like it all translates into the next thing that you're doing. And so you're always learning. You're always like gaining from where you're at, but sometimes you've hit that plateau and it's time to shift into something else. And you realize how much what you were doing before benefits what you're now choosing to do. So it's not these like, oh, I'm starting over or I'm giving up. It's really like, wow, I get to translate what I just learned into something new. Exactly. So it's it's like the steps to get there, mm-hmm. right? And I think so many of us, us being people who identify as entrepreneurs and business owners and startups, you know, we we think that it's an overnight process, or at least mm-hmm. we want it to be. We desire speed, right? We hear about momentum. We mm-hmm. see other people and what you don't see. And it was a dear friend of mine, Mona Sharma. She she said this. She's like. You know, it took me eight years to become famous overnight. <laughs> and, it's, yeah. it's, and that's 
you know, kind of it. You don't see, yes, we talk about the proverbial iceberg and like all the stuff underneath. And then you see this gorgeous little chunk of ice on top, Mm -hmm. but it, it really is deeper than that. Like, like you said, every single business I've been a part of, whether it be like direct sales or network marketing or, you know, my corporate job that I had or side hustles that I did or whatever it is, every single thing brought me to right here. Mm-hmm. Every skill I learned, every little pocket of knowledge I collected, you know, every experience I've had with my kids, every sort of mm-hmm. core memory that has developed and unfolded, you know, brought me to here. Mm-hmm. And I think the more we start to, you know, think of it like carrying around a basket, you know, Easter is upon us. So I think it was like <laughs> carrying around this Easter basket and putting all of these like experiences and, you know, things that we've learned and lessons into this basket so that we can take that with us to the next level so that we can mm-hmm. take them with us to the next step. And sure, not all of it will be relevant, right? but a lot of it will. And I, I mm-hmm. love that sort of visual of it is a process. It is mm-hmm. steps. And every step that we take is bringing us one step closer to where we're meant to be or to where our soul's purpose is. And it'll change again. Right. And that's okay. <laughs> and it'll continue to change forever. And that's okay because it stops us from becoming stagnant. Mm-hmm. Right. But that, that, that change can be world. really hard. I love that what you're saying as far as like the iceberg, right? And all the everything that's happening underneath. And you see this beautiful ice on top. And I think that's so much about people who have chosen to shift their their focus, right? So I talk about like leaving my my system business of like five years and moving into more creativity, more space, moving into the podcast. And it's like comes out really easy, but underneath it has been, there was a massive like moment, lots of crying because it's like a shedding of an identity and the shedding of all this work. It's a shedding of an idea of what my future would look like. And that can be really, really hard. And a lot of times that like fear of moving through that challenging part, like that all that can, I think is what can keep people where they're at and it keeps people from moving to the next level and allowing themselves to shift because it's really uncomfortable. It's not this like super gorgeous. Oh yeah. Now look at me. I'm running through the flowers and I have all this free time on my calendar. You know, it's like, no, this is, this is scary stuff. And, um, and you, and I, and I have to like actively look for resources to like help me through it and motivate myself and like calm my nervous system and tell myself if this is the right thing and it's going to be okay because my nervous system is there to be like, no, let's go back to what's comfortable. Let's go back to what makes sense. Um, but what's really cool is through that process, I've actually gotten like my systems business has been doing really well, even though I've completely taken my hands off of the growth and marketing part of it. Um, I'm continuing to be financially fed by it, even though I'm not putting energy into it. And it was a really cool thing to step back from and be like, wow, all the work that I put in is still benefiting me while I'm doing something that I know I need to be doing. And so I don't know how woo you get on the podcast, but it's that like putting that intention out there, right? And trusting that I will be taken care of through the process. Yeah, no, I, I think that's so important. And we get pretty woo on here. And I love, okay. I love breaking, I love breaking down sort of the old archaic myths around business, right? Because mm-hmm. this can apply to anything. So yes, we talk to mostly entrepreneurs, mostly self-made humans who are multifaceted and multi-passionate who understand alignment and their soul's purpose. But mm-hmm. maybe, maybe you 
you know, are transitioning careers. Maybe you're a doctor or a lawyer and, you know, you've invested time, money, mm-hmm. energy in your education, in building this career and building this identity and building this life. And this totally applies to you as well. This, this idea that we have to be what we've invested in. We mm-hmm. have to be what we've, you know, been told we should be. We have to be this version of ourselves that we've made ourselves become. That's where the fear really starts, right? That's mm-hmm. where when, when you're saying this stuff is hard, people look at people like us, entrepreneurs, people are like, oh, yeah, I'm just launching another thing. And I'm just doing right. another thing. It's, it's equally as hard as, you know, changing careers, putting ourselves out there, really trying to align with our soul's purpose. And I mm-hmm. think I, I often see this fear begin with those big changes, mm-hmm. you know, those changes. And I love how earlier you said, it's a choice. Mm-hmm. It's a choice to shift. It's a choice to transform. And it's not an easy one, but it's a decision. Mm-hmm. And when you make that decision, you can't unmake it. Right? No, I, think that's, I think that's what sets people apart from the ones that stay in their comfort zone. It's that little decision. And it's not a little decision, but the decision to yeah. to actively shift. But once you've made it, you got to, we follow through, right? So mm-hmm. I think that's, I love that you talk about that and the should part. Let's hear about the should. <laughs> you love to talk about the should. About sh- like shitting on yourself, <clears throat> yeah, <laughs> shitting on yourself, <laughs> yeah, just like yeah, very much against shitting on yourself or shitting on anyone else, really. Um, uh, how? Yeah, I don't know what you mean as far as like digging into the shoulds. I I think that pretty much, yeah, not a big fan of the shoulds. Um, yeah, it covers it. <laughs> just, <laughs> just those choice, just the, the choices to choose yourself. Right. Mm-hmm. It's important mm-hmm. to to choose yourself and alignment and what feels right. And I I think so many of us don't know how to identify that that mm-hmm. piece. It's like what mm-hmm. this makes no sense. What do you mean I'm supposed to switch careers? Like that inner knowing, that inner self trust of why am I doing this? This doesn't make mm-hmm. sense. One one of our authors, you know, she actually you're in Texas, I believe. She moved to Texas and from Bali on sort of a whim because her gut told her to and she just like uprooted her whole life and moved there and I love those conversations about just following through and doing it based Mm -hmm. on something that doesn't make any sense because it doesn't right and but I'm sure like see that's a great example too because that's a massive move but I'm sure that's a muscle too that's a that's a very that's a listening skill and a, and it's a muscle of practice to get to the place where you can make those massive jumps. And I'm sure it was very uncomfortable for her too and be like holy smokes what am I doing? But it's like that daily practice of, of listening to yourself instead of listening to the shoulds and for me what that looks like is like closing my eyes and feeling into the the different scenarios, right? Feeling into what I should do or feeling into what I want to do. And almost always like feeling into what I want to do is, is the way to go. And sometimes like the harder choice to make too. So yeah, absolutely. So what's next for you? I know you're talking about writing a book Mm -hmm. and you're transitioning from different businesses. Like what's, what's the next phase? The next phase is really exploring this creativity so much more. Definitely the book is a big part of it. Um, 
it's really bringing my voice to the forefront because in the system stuff that I was doing, it was my concepts, right? Like I, I very much focus in the self-care aspect of systems um, and using systems as a form of self-care as far as like, I think of self-care as a way to protect your time and your energy and your intention of how you use that time and energy. And so the systems that I would create for businesses and for really for entrepreneurs, not the business itself, but like the person running the business, like how, what, how can we set up, how can we let tech handle the things that you don't have to, so you can create more, you can protect more of your time and your energy, right? So this is like the concepts and like the work that I was doing for other people. And so now what's new, what's coming up for me is bringing that out through my voice. So writing, um, being in the podcast. And then I'd love to start doing like speaking. Um, I've done a lot of speaking opportunities on systems, but that's just not the vibe anymore. Actually, um, someone told me one time that your life's purpose isn't a doing, it's a being. And that blew my mind wide open because I had always focused on what do I need to do to fulfill my life's purpose? And so hearing that it was just a being, it was like, how much more of myself can I be to really fulfill my life's purpose? I think that was probably the catalyst into like all of these changes. So what's next for me is like being more of that vocally. Mm, I love that advice. It's so powerful to think about that. And mm-hmm. do you find that people struggle with the concept of simply just being? Like, yes. what does it mean to be? <laughs> What, yeah. does, what does that mean? And how do you do that? And yeah. you know, what does it mean to just be? And how how do you and I love how you said you mentioned earlier about a muscle, right? I believe mm. that, you know, anything that we flex, anything that we work to build and you know, practice, and mm-hmm. I a huge word for me is practice, you know, mm. we can achieve. So what would you say in from your experience anyway, what does it mean to just sort of be? And, and how does that look as far as a practice is concerned? Mm-hmm. So that was probably one of the biggest struggles that I had right after I stopped working, like really working, working on my business was how do I just be? And that's where those questions came up, right? Like, who am I? What am I? Why am I? By answering those, then I, then I know how to be, right? Like I know how to, how to, I actually did not leave the house for almost two weeks, <laughs> Like I was like, I don't know how to be around people right now or how to be out in the world right now. I felt very tender and uncomfortable to be seen because I didn't even know, right? And so that was like this like metamorphosis part of like having to ooze out into like nothing in order to like grow the wings again to like get out into the world. Um, and so for me, a lot of that comes from from my morning practice of meditation and journaling and just like being in space with myself hearing what like comes up when I'm talking. Um, that has been really interesting. And then I think space, space is the biggest thing to really feel into like who you are, right? Because we're so busy doing all the things, all the appointments, all of the work, all the stuff, all like the things we've got going on that when you remove that and it's just you, I think that's where you truly feel into like your being like, what do I want? Who am I? How am I react like interacting with this world? Um, and a big part of that influence for me is nature. A big part of that influence for me is nature. What do I feel like in nature? And when I can drop into that feeling, like into my heart feeling, um, then I know that my being is like grounded 
as confident, as available, as kind, as loving, as like caring. And those things kind of come to the forefront when I'm out in the world being. Mm, I love that. And it's, it's so true. And I know you talk about self-care a lot. And I think that mm-hmm. is a form of self-care. Mm-hmm. Right. We, yeah. we spend so much time in this hustle culture and, you know, I heard someone say the other day about healing the hustle and mm-hmm. it's so true because we're so used to, you know, busy just became a response. Like, how are mm-hmm. you doing? Oh, I'm busy. What's <laughs> up? Oh, I'm busy. But, you know, and you hear it so frequently that it just becomes sort of like breathing to mm-hmm. just say that you're busy, even if you're not busy. I find, right. I, I find for me, it's like, oh, how are you doing? Oh, yeah, busy, busy. You know, yeah. <laughs> like you can say the word multiple times, like it's going <laughs> to change what it means. And I, I think that's so important to to bring into this as well is this idea of, you know, people think self-care is like taking spa days and like mm-hmm. counting your money and, you know, lying on the luxurious, like, bubble bath or whatever but it's not that is self-care it's finding this space where Mm -hmm. we're not busy finding Mm -hmm. the space to just be in silence in nature in gratitude Mm -hmm. in meditation in practice whatever it is that you know sort of lights you up Mm -hmm. and helps ground you into your own heart space into your own soul purpose Right. And just mm-hmm. like that is self-care. That is yeah. true self-care. Like I tell people this all the time, the way that I look at self-care is not answering my phone is a form of self-care for me. Mm-hmm. Not responding to a text is a form of self-care for me because I know like I don't have the time or energy right now to show up for this phone call. Like I can just ignore it for a bit and then get to it when I can. And so it's like, what are you already doing in your life that you can look at as a form of self-care? How are you protecting your time and your energy? And how can you do more of that? When you start to do more of that, then you start to get spend more time with yourself. And then you can really start to lean into like, all right, who, who am I when I'm not being busy? Yeah, absolutely. So powerful. So if our listeners want to track you down, I know you're on a bit of a sabbatical from your business right now, but where's the best mm-hmm. place for them to find you? Yeah. So I'm on Instagram as I agree with with myself.podcast. And then they can check out the podcast um, anywhere that they find podcasts, Spotify. And yeah, that's it right now. Amazing. Yeah. And I'll link all of that in the show notes too, for you to go track down Sabrina. Well, thank you so much for your time and your energy and your expertise today. So grateful for you and so excited to see what's next. Yes. Thank you for having me. I'm, I was, I'm so excited to be talking with you. I love another Sabrina. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Yay, Sabrina. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Thank you.